0: computer initialize hollow suite media
1: Oh, and welcome to the second episode of her first track, a star trek review podcast and her is you it's me and you are katie hello katie it's
0: good that i know my name
1: yes i like to check every now and then just to make sure
0: i was gonna say mummy mummy yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> i do refer to you as mummy pretty much with our children now I should, for anyone who's just listened to this, yeah, the mummy thing is because we have children.
0: That's not just a thing we do. Yeah,
1: it's not like my pet name for her or my, the name she makes me call her. We've started <laughs> Daddy. We've started off dark already.
0: I know. <laughs> Darker than Darcher.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay, so as we're recording this, despite all the other Star Trek I'm making Katie watch now, she decided to sit in for an episode of Enterprise with me, which I was watching for my... Uh, my star trek enterprise podcast uh, the expanse and we mentioned archer because from season three at the time he was referred to as dark archer online when he was going bad but when i told you that when we were watching enterprise at the start of this year or middle of this year you decided to call him darcher it just fits better i cringe whenever you say it to me
0: i know and you always correct me like it's gonna make a difference it's not (laughs) darcher
1: i can't wait for when we eventually get to enterprise and then i get to call one of the episodes darcher for you
0: we're gonna do enterprise do oh you? we're gonna do it
1: all oh. yeah we'll go back onto enterprise and we'll go to uh discovery well, that makes me Picard. happy watching <laughs> a
0: little bit today was like coming home
1: you looked emotional at the end of it
0: i was i had i had faith of the heart
1: we played the whole credits it was a good we time did.
0: our daughter sang along
1: question a controversial oh, here answer we go. coming already then so of the four shows we're watching for this podcast show so voyager TNG, TOS... I can already tell this a really stupid question. Uh, DS9, let's throw in... No, we won't throw the newer ones in, actually. No, don't do that, because Enterprise really is throw from... a spanner in the yeah, Enterprise is from... In the warp core. <laughs> that'll <laughs> throw a spanner in the warp core. <laughs> yes, you're becoming a nerd, and I, I love know, it. I
0: know, I know.
1: Which is your favourite theme song? So from oh, TOS to Enterprise. On. Which one's got the best opening credits?
0: Obviously... Enterprise. Oh, Obviously. We've
1: just lost so many listeners. No, come on, guys. But I agree with you.
0: Russell Watson.
1: He's the man. He is the man. Russell if he can't Watson's- do it, no one can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But it's beautiful. Isn't that Bob the Builder?
0: No, he can fix it.
1: Oh, okay. Better than
0: Jim. Okay. Remember Jim will fix it?
1: No. Isn't Bob the... Jim will fix it? I do remember that.
0: Yeah, like... Uh, what's his name? Jimmy Savile.
1: Oh, God. Really? I know.
0: Yeah, that's who Jim will fix it is. what? Yeah.
1: That was Jimmy Savile?
0: Yeah. That's why everyone oh. now is like childhood ruined. Well, not me, because oh, I'm not that old.
1: Oh, dear but... me. Yeah, I know. All oh, right, well.
0: He fixed a lot of stuff.
1: He did. Is Bob the Builder's like CGI now?
0: Yeah, and thin. Remember when it was Neil Morrissey? Yeah. That was great. And the theme song was number one. Christmas number one. One year. Bob the Builder. I think Can it was, anyway. you
1: fix it? We. What?
0: Can we fix it? Oh,
1: dear. Okay. Jesus, it's I'm all just going en-
0: wrong. I'm just full of trivia. I'm, I'm embarrassing myself. Part. I know you just
1: God. Tell me about your day, Katie.
0: I have had a very uneventful day. Oh no, no, that's not true. I went to Home Bargains not for anything in particular, but I let Home Bargains tell me what I needed.
1: Okay, that's. What, that's and I like... bought
0: Kyle two Christmas presents. Let's
1: yeah. pretend that the other presents, given that the show airs after Christmas,
0: I bought Kyle Valentine's gifts and birthday gifts. Much better. <laughs> Every His day. birthday is after Christmas. Yeah. In April.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant.
0: But other than that, just been working pretty dull.
1: i had a day on a, with our son playing Mario Kart eight. Deluxe. Lad's day. I baked bread, so that just took oh, away the Lads true. Day that's thing straight true. away. I also baked bread. Good loaf today.
0: Oh, it's a cracking loaf.
1: Cracking loaf. I, I will admit I was using a pre made mix for it though. Which I do hate. I hate myself when I'm doing it. <laughs>
0: Right. I am filled with self-loathing. Yeah,
1: I'm filled with self-loathing, you're right. Yeah. I absolutely am. So, we're here, obviously, to talk Star Trek. Last week, we went through the premiere episodes of all the shows. Now we did TOS a little differently. We went with the first pilot from the Kirk run, so the second Star Trek pilot overall. But it didn't actually air as the first Star Trek. The Man Trap aired as the pilot. But I thought, and we'll find out whether I was right or wrong as this goes on, but I thought that where No Man Has Gone Before would have been a better start for you, knowing that you weren't going to be a fan of TOS. So we'll find out if I was right or wrong, because we're going to be talking about the man trap on this one. We've also got on this week's show, Katie's thoughts on TNG's The Naked Now, DS9's A Man Alone, and Voyager's Parallax. So the first standalone episodes for the shows after that. And trainees. I don't mind a standalone. No. Well, that's good. That's good because you've got about 700 of them to get through now, so. <laughs> <laughs> not so much of DS9, actually. DS9 becomes much more serialised from its fourth season. But it's there, even in the early days. Season 2 starts with like a three-parter.
0: Well, I don't know, because from what I've heard, the Cisco I know now is not the Cisco I'm going to have later.
1: Yeah, so I panicked slightly, guys, when we watched The uh, the Emissary for DS9, because as you'll know from listening to last week's show, if you've listened, Katie wasn't too enamoured with the DS9 start, and I can't remember if you said it on air, but you weren't really a massive fan of Cisco.
0: It's not that I'm not a massive fan of him, I just don't see the big deal.
1: Yeah, so the next day, I think it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. The next day, I sort of went into some kind of rabbit hole of the Cisco memes Started sending them to you and they were hilarious me. Just type the Cisco memes into like Google and you'll see most of them. Why has it got a
0: d- definite article in front of it? Why is it see? the Cisco?
1: I'm deliberately doing that for you to leave it as a unknown for now. There are
0: so many other Ciscos.
1: Yeah, but he's the Cisco. What
0: about Cisco who did Thong Song? What? That that guy was called Cisco who sang that. And there's Cisco from Flash. So many other Ciscos. He's he, not the Cisco. He is he's the Cisco. A one of. A few Ciscos.
1: Talked to me at the end of season seven. Well, When it's see. all done, he is the Cisco. Okay. And some, another interesting thought I had earlier, actually, was that when you were talking about Darcher, when we were mm. watching Enterprise, I was thinking, oh, she's watching DS9 now. Cisco gets pretty dark. Dark Cisco. I was like, we could call him like Disco. And then I realized that Disco is what people call Discovery. Wow. That all happened in the space of a few really, seconds um, in my head.
0: I'm <laughs> playing fast and loose with the turn. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Was that not interesting? No, it's all right. It wasn't interesting, was it? (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) I've done like dozens and dozens of podcasts over the last six months. So my (laughs) definition of interesting from my day-to-day life now is like, I'm stretching it quite thin now.
0: (laughs) It was a whole event going to the shops earlier. So that's the world Mm, we live in now. That is the world we live in. Small things are very interesting.
1: Yeah. Well, I've always said that, just a small thing. Small things are very interesting. Size doesn't matter.
0: Oh, geez. Okay. Didn't I didn't get that at all?
1: It was it was bad. To be fair, it wasn't a great one. Let's talk Star Trek. Okay. So um, as we record this, we are also doing some blast shield things and bits like that. So we've watched these episodes, but it's been like a week and a half since one of them. So I'm going to be honest with you all on air because they all know. Anyone who follows us on social media knows that the work has started now on it. So we planned last week that you were going to do like your own impromptu. Off the cuff episode descriptions, yeah. Which I think with one or two of these you won't be able to do.
0: I won't remember the characters' names. I'm no. going to be honest with you.
1: I know. Do you think you'll be able to with any of them to uh, do an off the cuff? Yeah, episode? yeah, yeah. Which ones? Was... Tos, I can. Okay. What
0: and else? I was going to say TNG, but I don't. I don't know. We'll,
1: don't we'll, know. we'll do it at Tos then, and what we'll do, right. we'll do Tos last. Okay. <laughs> This week, so it's like build up to the main event of Katie's off the cuff oh,
0: no. episode
1: okay. description and complete story of it. Sure, okay, it's all right, it's not much to talk about with the man trap. Is
0: oh no, I can do TNG actually, okay,
1: yeah, can I? Well, let's build to TNG then, uh, okay. just in case. But TOS will be the main event today, so you get to choose what we start with. Then, would you like to start with DS9's A Man Alone or Voyager's Parallax? Uh,
0: we'll go with Voyager,
1: okay? So, Voyager last week was the premiere that had the strongest impression on you it was that and tng's yeah it was encounter muy, at firepoint yeah, so but voyager was the one where i think you were like i think actually that was probably the the best one so yeah um let's do it then we're going so we're taking these episode summaries from trekcore.com great website guys great resource so this is just like kind of a, a tease of the plot for some of these just hit it katie just do it voyager parallax
0: Okay, so while Janeway and Chakotay argue about who should replace the dead chief engineer, Voyager encounters a ship caught inside a quantum singularity. The ship is Voyager, displaced over several hours of time due to the temporal nature of the anomaly. I can't believe I can actually understand all that. The captain and Bellana Torres, work together to free it, and the former Maquis becomes chief engineer.
1: Yeah, so that was that. That is
0: so much better than what I could have done. I would have been like, that one woman does this and then that happened.
1: I mean, eventually I'm going to have to start recording you do these because your hands wave everywhere and there's like a whole thing going on. It's quite fun. What do you mean? It's like a physical performance as well when you're doing your quick sort of description of what's going on. Yeah, you're you're everywhere. Facial expressions, hands (laughs) waving. It's good fun. It's great fun. (laughs) First off, the story. Did you enjoy the, the first standalone story?
0: Yeah, it was okay. Okay. It was Okay. You know how it is with timey-wimey stuff. Like, doesn't always make a load of sense to me. What?
1: Just seeing the future of the Voyager reviews (laughs) as we go. Voyager loves a bit of time travel.
0: No, sure. I love a bit Mm. of time travel too. But when I don't always 100% understand it, I get a bit, like, funny about it. Because, yeah. No, I can get travelling in time. That's fine. But when they, like, encounter themselves or something like that, I, I just find it really strange.
1: I got the whole, like... I don't know if cause and effect would count. Yeah, it would be cause and effect of that. Yeah. So I, I get the idea that they were able to hear their distress call or their hail, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, before they actually did it. And that, I didn't really understand how they were able to like warp away from there and they had moved, wasn't it? I think Kim said mm. they'd moved, but they still were the exact same. Yeah. Like It's as if the anom- anomaly thing moved. So I didn't quite understand how that could happen. Yeah. Maybe someone would would be able to say, well, scientifically, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but maybe. I don't watch Here my TV are, for that. Here we
0: are, just two simple-minded folk. Wow. I don't know. No, we're quite clever.
1: We are quite clever. You're cleverer than me yes. with certain <laughs> things.
0: You disagreed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Am I not?
1: Well, I don't know. It's on some things, you're not.
0: No, that's true. Like, I destroy you on
1: some things, but on other things, the race is over before I've even started running. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's very true, Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I, did, I just, I didn't really understand it. But I did like the twist of it.
1: What, that it was Voyager? Yeah,
0: I did enjoy that.
1: That was Because I didn't tall, see yeah. that
0: coming. To be honest, I didn't give it enough credit. I don't know, it was just a bit like, ooh, quite nice. Quite
1: smart, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's quite like, for the early days of the show, it was quite like a bit like, ooh.
0: And I still do really love Janeway.
1: Oh, so you're a big Janeway fan. I then.
0: do, I really like her.
1: Where does she stand of the four captains right now?
0: Oh, stop it now.
1: well, oh, right, I, I want to do this issue because I want to see how it. How it starts to fluctuate and change as, as well, you get familiar. I'm never going
0: to be... I'm, you know how fickle I am. Like, if I watch one thing, I'm like, that's my favourite. And then the next week, if I watch mm. something else, I'll be like, no, wait, that's my favourite. <sighs> Still love Picard.
1: I was going to say, it's for, it's for you, it's between Picard and Janeway, isn't it?
0: But Picard is not what I imagined at the moment, which yeah. I'll save that little nugget for later. But yeah, she might be up there.
1: Why do you think that is then? What do you like so much about Jane Wayne?
0: She's just so direct, mm. but also not a nasty, cold bitch. True. She's like a perfect mix of professional and personable. I want to be mates, but also I'm not going to fuck with you because you clearly know your stuff.
1: She don't mess around, does she?
0: No, and I feel like she really deserves her rank. Yeah. Not that I don't think the others do, but I feel like she just really does.
1: I think the great thing with Janeway at this point, and I think you could say it's true, actually, most of Star Trek when they've done it, but, you know, she was the first female captain. As we do this now, we've had Michael Burnham as the female lead. We've had Mariner on Mm -hmm. Lower Decks. We've got Section 31 coming with Georgiou. You know, there's loads of shows of female leads now in Star Trek, but she was the first one, and this was 1994. Well, I think it started airing in '95. So I think that, like, she's not written as a woman I oh, uh, like that that's a good point yeah, like you know maybe. so far they haven't written her that's as any weaker that's
0: actually true it, it doesn't stand out for me that she's like oh my god she's a woman captain it's just like hmm. yeah she's a captain but she's also a woman
1: yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what that's you think of Janeway like as she goes
0: why am I not gonna like her
1: no, I don't think that some people think that Janeway becomes like just psychotic crazy
0: oh that's a shame
1: I think she's sometimes inconsistently written but, but I think I'm this is probably the first time I've been Ready to watch Voyager as a proper rewatch, like in my adult life, I think maybe. And at least go all the way through. And I'd forgotten how good Kate Mulgrew was. Yeah. She's really good. Like her delivery is fantastic. Mm. And I love her like hushed, kind of gentle voice she does. She's got
0: a lovely voice. She has
1: got a nice voice.
0: She's got such a soothing, but Mm. also like commandful. Is that a word?
1: Yeah. And when she's angry, it's actually kind of sexy. It reminded me that when I was a teenager, I did fancy Janeway. Really? Wow. Totally fancy Janeway. I think See, I fancied I've her later, like, mm.
0: goals with her. Like, I want to be her. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
1: I want to be Catherine Janeway. Mm. Get you in the uniform. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of those ones. They're all right. Do you like them? They're okay. So the B-plot, then. Uh, Belana Torres was the, the main star of this. She didn't have a whole lot to do in the premiere episode, but her part of the, in the plot was quite important because she was missing and they were trying to escape. So this was, like... She was put to the front in this one. I call it B-plot. I guess it was kind of tied.
0: B-lana plot.
1: Yeah, the the lana plot. So what do you think of that whole thing of the choosing the chief engineer? And obviously the episode starts where she's punched Carrie in the face and broken his nose or something. I think
0: it's okay. I mean, I'm a stickler for the rules. So immediately mm. when she punches him in the face or when I found out she's done that, I'm like,
1: mm. oh, So you weren't actually on board with her being chief engineer at first?
0: probably not but when her and Janeway had that like moment where they're like and then we could do this and this and this and blah 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 science talk science talk science talk I was like hey Janeway knows her stuff this girl clearly knows her stuff this is gonna work out fine
1: it was like girl power in that moment
0: yeah but it it didn't really like come into my head that they were both Mm. girls it was just like she you didn't think she was qualified but actually she's all right
1: yeah she's really good and I think in that moment Janeway realized that probably so did Belana. actually that they work not just that the other one is smart but actually they work together Mm. because they were like finishing each other's thoughts almost with Mm. it weren't they so i think that's when they were like wow it's true of anything if you're on stage or if you're in any kind of work environment i think if you've got that connection with someone Mm. that chemistry you've got to use it but
0: if you're going to be chief engineer on a starship you've got to follow rules and i think she's going to have an issue with that
1: oh okay i'm curious to see what you make of future episodes then Mm. that's good Okay, so, and obviously, we touched on the doctor in this episode. Hmm. Uh, who was shrinking because yeah, of the issue. Was really funny. The issue of the plot, yeah, he was starting to shrink to the point where he becomes, like, almost like a miniature I did person. think
0: that someone probably should have helped the guy out,
1: though. Yeah, I, but I kind of like, right now, there's a recurring theme that he's not being treated like a person. Mm. And he's an afterthought. Without spoiling that, I can say that is going to become a, like, it's going to get addressed as time goes on
0: like a little light-hearted thing.
1: Kes showed an interest in him, though. Asked him what his name was, and he was like, why do I Oh, need yeah, a that name? was sweet. It yeah. was sweet. Kes is lovely. I've never been a fan of her wigs, though. Not a fan. Can I say one thing that really, really pissed me off about this episode?
0: Go for it. You know we
1: chatted earlier about the whole cause and effect thing?
0: Mm.
1: Now, they do the whole thing using Paris in this scene, mm. where he's trying to say that he doesn't understand how could we receive that signal if we hadn't sent it yet. I thought the delivery was fantastic in that scene. And then he's like, am I making any sense? And Jamie was like, none at all. That annoyed me. Because because if
0: anything, she should have known or...
1: No, but like he was making perfect sense as the person in the room saying, wait a minute, how can we receive the signal before we sent it? You know, so we talked about that. And if he hadn't because he's not a scientist, he's a pilot, so he wouldn't really understand all that cause and effect malarkey. Mm. And so, and I know she explained it afterwards, just the way she shot it down, I was a bit like, well, he's making perfect sense to me, and I'm a simpleton, so I think he actually explained mm. Maybe it Maybe she well.
0: should have done a better job as the person in command to mm. explain it to him, so that next time you come across a temporal anomaly, he's like, ah, so that's actually us over there. Yeah. And he'll just know. Yeah, Rather see, than just brushing it coaching, the carpet. Bad coaching. Not a good captain then, babe.
1: How dare you. Take, oh. <laughs> don't insult my Janeway.
0: Damn right.
1: Damn right. So when you first watched it, during it you told me that you didn't enjoy this episode as much as Caretaker.
0: No, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it was the theme of the episode. I'm not sure. But
1: Is that still your opinion?
0: Yeah, I think so. So not as good? No. preferred well, the first one anyway.
1: Okay, let's hold on to that. Let's move on to DS9 then. So DS9's A Man Alone, which some people are going to say that this did not air as the uh, second episode. It didn't actually air as the third. It was filmed as the second episode though, but it didn't air that way. But we're just doing them in the order that they're on Netflix. So um, which I guess Netflix must have production order for this season. So yeah, we're on uh, A Man Alone. So please, from the trek call description.
0: I was panicking before... You spoke about this because I totally forgot what the entire episode was about.
1: Oh, great. But that's that's as a I, good start. No,
0: but as I've caught a glimpse of the thing I'm about to read out, I remember that I really enjoyed this. Oh,
1: damn. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Really enjoyed really, really, it. Well, you
0: know, I loved a murder mystery, didn't
1: you I? Do. You do love a murder mystery, you do, yeah. I do,
0: I do. So... Okay. When a former criminal is found dead in one of the suites, and evidence is found pointing the finger at Odo, suspicion spreads among the station's populace. Residents grow restless and demand that Odo be handed over to be punished for a crime they believe he committed.
1: Ooh, mysterious. Do,
0: do, 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 do,
1: and who did do it, ultimately?
0: It was the guy.
1: Um, yeah, the person
0: himself. who'd been
1: murdered. He had... Created a clone.
0: I mean, it's elaborate.
1: It's really elaborate. He had an issue with Odo. It was because Odo must have helped get him arrested before.
0: Yeah, he was a yeah. former criminal. Oh, that's right. And a... he'd been
1: released during yeah. the whole handover yeah. of power. And he was uh, out to get Odo. Created a clone. <laughs> killed his clone. And then he was just had a mask over his face.
0: Very good mask.
1: <laughs> it, I mean, yeah. This is what I hate about TV. <laughs> you know they have these amazing masks on where they can look like someone else. But when they peel it off, it looks like you see it in their hand, this latex. And it's like the worst looking... Like, how could any of us...
0: It's like Mrs. Doubtfire. How, do you know how much work went into that every day? You don't just stick a mask on your face and then look like someone different.
1: So you enjoyed this one, then?
0: I did. I like a murder mystery. And I didn't see it coming. I actually thought that the person who got murdered was a shapeshifter.
1: I so thought we were meeting another shapeshifter? Yeah,
0: but I was surprised by the outcome.
1: Did you ever think that Odo did it? No. Never?
0: No. I'm not a massive fan of him, so... I wasn't like backing him because I like him. I just thought, nah, I don't reckon he did it.
1: Did you like the way that Cisco dealt with it? So like when he took Odo off the case, for example. Sure, that's what you do. He was right. In fact, one could argue that Cisco was a bit negligent in not doing that Immediately. Immediately. Like he yeah. he left the head of security to deal with a case that very quickly, you know, finger was pointing at Odo. It was only after the Bajoran people started to voice up against older that Cisco's like oh yeah I should probably take mm-hmm. him off the case but you do that in any situation like yeah. if, if a manager has allegations made against him in the workplace or something you suspend them put them on pay you take him out of the business and then you um you review the, the allegation and stuff like that yeah. so uh, yeah he should have done that i tell you what was a real surprise for me during this episode there's a Bajoran like I just hate his face he makes me I
0: know I know exactly who you mean you with s- the one so in the blue
1: yeah, I can't remember his name, but he's no. the one who's doing all the shit stirring.
0: He's like leading he the pack. Yeah.
1: Even though I'd seen this episode like last year, because I was going to start a DS9 rewatch last year, I've only got like nine episodes in, but in my head I had it that he was the person that hadn't di- actually died, but I was wrong. And it just turns out that guy was just a dick.
0: Yeah. He, he was, was just stirring shit either. anyway.
1: We never found out anything about him. He was just stirring well, he up shit. Back. Uh, maybe. Is he a recurring character? I don't know. Or? I don't know. I don't remember.
0: Maybe we were just, they were just priming us to hate the guy.
1: What do you think of um, Cisco and Dax? So we saw him having a meal. Weird. What's weird about that for you then?
0: Because he says he doesn't fancy her because she's the reincarnated version of his old man friend. Oh, yeah, her
1: previous host was on Dax, which was yeah. his like old man friend.
0: But his body language says otherwise. Oh, really? Or he just has sexual tension with... Everybody. But he had more sexual tension with her than he did with his dead wife. You think? Yeah.
1: hundred really? percent. Yeah. Well, that might be down to the acting abilities of the dead wife, the Jennifer.
0: No, she was all right. Do you I think? know they were both fine. It just, it looked like he didn't want to be there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like he's
0: walking alongside her like, hey.
1: I guess She's I got to like, go through this.
0: Oh, Hi. But with Dax, it's like, oh my god, I'm gonna jump across this table.
1: I thought there was some kind of chemistry with Jadzia and, and Cisco like that. But I kinda like that it's professional.
0: I like how jealous the other guys get about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Dr. Ju-
0: he knows. Dr. He can Julian. Dr. Julian
1: Bashir could see it, yeah. And he so openly mentioned it to Cisco though. As well. I mean, when they went for dinner, like I think Cisco was asking Dax if she wanted to go for dinner, but Bashir invited himself and it ended up just being him and mm. Cisco, and I thought I thought Bashir was really like, that's your commanding officer. And you're yeah, outright saying weird. that he's going to hook up with this.
0: But do you know what, Bashir? He's, he's fine. But it reminds me of like that weird kid in school who yeah. has never been with a girl and yeah. so desperately wants to that he comes across as creepy AF.
1: Yeah. And I'm not sure that he's meant to come off that way. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. I don't know. My feeling is that because all the shows have had have like a heartthrob. It was Kirk in the first one. It was don't Riker. Don't say so. huh? no, It was Riker so. for a little bit. But I think Bashir was meant to be. He's British. He's a doctor. He's meant to be the one. That means nothing. Woman, I don't want to use womanizer in the, sense, in the negative sense, but you know what I mean? Like that. Ladies man. Ladies man. Sorry, that's a much better word. Yeah, ladies man. But he seems to be pining after the unobtainable. It's not even that she's Dancia. unobtainable.
0: Like, sure, she might she might like him, but you don't have to be such a creep about it. If you ask her to go for dinner and she says no, just accept it. Yeah. And move on, right. rather than being like, oh, she doesn't want to go for dinner. I'm going to go and ask my captain if he's getting some. Don't be a weirdo. Go to the replicator mm. and get yourself a blow-up doll and just go and enjoy yourself oh and then God. come do back and, and do be do normal. That? Do you think they
1: replicate blow-up well, dolls? Well,
0: Holosuite, you know what they do. Oh, I've
1: got to go on the Suite. Well, we know from Lower Decks definitely what they I bet
0: 90% them. of that fluid is from people like him.
1: Oh, God. Well, I'm going to put it out there that Bashir becomes one of my favourite Star Trek characters.
0: Okay, well, I'll reserve judgement then.
1: Certainly from the um, the older shows, anyway.
0: But for now, he's just Creepy Guy.
1: Oh, dear. Creepy Guy. That's his name.
0: If he was in the credits, he should just be, like, Creepy Guy. Because I can't actually remember his name, even though he said it, like, 30 Dr.
1: seconds ago. Dr. Bashir. Bashir. Julian. Overall, you enjoyed this one then compared to. I did,
0: I did. I love. It. I really do like a murder mystery, and especially I like it when I can't see what's coming coming. Yeah, and that was fun because it was sciencey, but not so sciencey that I couldn't follow it.
1: Yeah. So you were unsure about how DS Nine was going to be after emissary. a Little worried, mm. moving on because I think a lot of this whole adventure for you is filled with worry and fear, pure um, dread, pure dread. But did a man alone? sort of make you think, oh actually I can't wait to see what the next DS9 episode is gonna be like. It's, it's
0: not so much I like, can't oh, wait, it's that when you put the next one on, I'll be like, okay. Okay, good. But that's better than I'll the take first that. time. Yeah. First time I was like, do we have to watch another DS9?
1: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, the first one was a bit no. like, ugh.
0: and then you sending me all those Cisco memes and I was like, I don't get it because I panicked. He's I was in just no sending way these memes. a badass. He's just a guy. Oh he I becomes
1: think, a badass. The
0: guy. The Cisco. The
1: Cisco. Yeah. I'll
0: I'll take your word
1: for it. I mean, Just we're going me. there, so I guarantee you, there's going to be comments. Oh, you know how on this show, I am. I'm sure. Oh, you'll love the Cisco by the end. Definitely, you'll love all the captains. All the captains are likable in their mm. And the I room liked
0: the little school they were going to set up. I oh, thought, yeah, we didn't yeah,
1: talk about that. That, yeah.
0: that woman could be me. Kiko. Oh, well, yeah. Brian.
1: Yeah, she started school there. Very small room, given that. I think they can have like two thousand people on the station or three thousand. I don't know. So presumably there's gonna be more kids, but
0: it's just a trial, though. Yeah, I
1: thought it was quite good that Nog and Jake together got to meet Rom in this one. I can't remember if Rom was in the last one uh, in the speaking role. Rom is Nog's father, so uh, has a different voice at this point compared to how he sounds later on in the show. But it's the same actor, so it's all good. And yeah, I think it's just they just as stuff goes on, they just perfect it on there. And Rom is going to become a bit more of like the stupid brother, so his voice becomes a bit more. stupid i think let's go on to tng then now so do you feel like you can give one of your episode summaries without help or are we going to hit the no i'll probably have to use okay let's use this then so this episode of the next generation was the naked now which is a kind of sequel to a tos episode that we haven't got to yet but we will in about three weeks Okay. So, hit us with the rundown of the plot for those who need their memories refreshed.
0: Okay. When the Enterprise becomes infected with a strange, intoxicating virus, Dr. Crusher must race to find a cure before disaster strikes from an oncoming stellar fragment.
1: Wow. Has more come back to you as you're saying that?
0: Yeah, yeah. I know. I remember okay. the episode. All right. Let's I just, talk to us about I, it then. I wasn't sure that I could... Um, I could Eloquently it. Yeah. describe it. Yeah. I mean... It, I'm not saying that any of my descriptions are going to be eloquent. Don't expect that from me. Because if you're expecting that, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> I think
1: sometimes your accent makes what you say seem much more eloquent than it truly is.
0: My accent is Welsh and chabby.
1: No, not so much when you start talking on a mic or when you're teaching and stuff. You become, really? Yeah, you become much more posh, British stereotype. Hey,
0: thank you. That was horrible. What was that? It was like the Queen.
1: Oh, really? See, I've just queen? been watching a show where the Queen's kind of... Well, I couldn't work out if she was evil or not. Stop. Queen Elizabeth, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you realise you'll get taken from here in the night to the Tower of London? Hush your blasphemous mouth. No, oh, I don't know she Liz.
1: is. Yeah, I didn't mean Liz herself was. I'm just saying in the show she was.
0: Sorry, Liz. Mm. We love her anyway, the crown. But yes, I did enjoy this. I thought this was really funny.
1: This baffled me. I'm terrified whenever I start one of these TNGs with you and then completely confused about the world at the end of it. Black is
0: white, up is down.
1: I can't make any sense out of it. Oh, I liked it. So you liked it. So that's two in a row now for TNG. Mm-hmm. So it's on a run.
0: Two out of two. It's the only
1: one on a run, actually. Yeah. So far, two out of two. I cannot believe that Encounter at Farpoint and The Naked Now is winning in the, uh, the thumbs up.
0: Trust me, me neither.
1: <laughs> Tell me about some of your favourite parts in this.
0: I enjoyed Wesley Crusher's...
1: Takeover of the yeah. ship.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was really funny.
1: Obviously, you just know him as Will Wheaton. Yeah. Because of Big Bang Theory, so yeah. I think we often are calling him Will Wheaton in the episode. But
0: uh, I always laugh to myself because in the Big Bang Theory, they make a joke about, "Oh, what happened to him? He was such a cute kid." And now I'm saying that he actually was such a cute kid. He was a cute kid, and he does not look anything like you expect him to look now.
1: You don't think he's a cute guy now?
0: No, he's a cute guy, but he doesn't look the same. All oh, right, okay. I would never have put those two yeah. together.
1: I feel sad watching it a little bit in these ones because on Star Trek Day, when he's on um, the Picard and TNG hosting that panel, he talks to Jonathan Frakes and Patrick Stewart and says how, like, when he was on the show, he says his family failed him. So, like, the TNG cast were his family. So, when I watch his episodes, I don't know the story really what's going on there, but I think for someone to...
0: I've seen a bit about it. To
1: use those words, I'm like, oh, that's sad. So when I'm watching it, I'm always like feeling, oh man, don't now, because that's
0: gonna change everything. Yeah,
1: just knowing what he's going on, going through off screen, mm. you know, if it had started at that point, I don't know, but I'm not familiar enough with the.
0: I follow him on on Instagram, and yeah, um, yeah and uh, he he does put some nuggets up sometimes, mm. and it's so sad to hear. It's a bit like with, I know it's not the same, but with someone like Judy Garland, and when I go back and watch The Wizard of Oz, is one of my favorite films, but now I will never be able to watch that and not know that they were stopping her from eating on set because she was too fat or wow. like forcing her to smoke cigarettes because they needed her to lose weight. It's horrific. The abuse oh, yeah. that she went through for that film is awful. That's really uncomfortable that, to even hear. I know. And that, this is how I feel about that. Like that would really upset God, me. We're right? not
1: even that far removed from that kind of shit going on now, really. I know. Nothing's changed. Jesus.
0: I know. Show business is yeah. nasty business sometimes.
1: Now, Wesley ends up helping save the ship, obviously. By recommending that Data is the one who moves all the chips and stuff. And mm-hmm. They keep talking about how they just need an extra minute. If they just had an extra minute, they could do this thing. And so Data would be quicker. But it feels like for like five minutes, they're saying they need an extra minute. Remember at the end, they just, mm. if they just had an extra minute, we could get out of the way. But it's like, you've had like five or six of the extra minutes. If you minutes.
0: hadn't said that ten times in a row. You would have
1: done it by now. I would have yeah. done it. You are right when you said this episode has lots of funny bits. I don't even know if it is trying to be funny in some of them. But let's talk about Tasha Yar and Data. We see Tasha seemingly hook up with a random crewman at one point, and just assuming that she shagged him. And so then funny. they're trying to get hold of her and she won't come up. I think she... Did they get hold of her on the con and then... On the com sorry. And then she clearly sounds inappropriate. And so Picard yeah. sends yeah. Data down. And Are when, you functional? Yeah, when Data gets there, she's scantily clad. I mean, that bit of clothing goes low. She must have had a wax job just before.
0: Oh, Yeah.
1: It goes about as low as any item of clothing could go without showing your vagina. Mm. Don't you think? Mm. Would you wear anything that low?
0: Is that even a real question? Of course I wouldn't wear anything that low.
1: I was just wondering because I was going to get I pull get it all of my stuff up to my
0: belly button. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see that. My uterus would be hanging out.
1: Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> right, I'll scratch that off the list then. Back to the oh, Princess Leia fantasy. Um, oh, God. So basically, she, yeah, she asks data if he's fully functional and turns out he is it's she... the
0: way that they shut the door and his like face just
1: it's <laughs> good because brent spiner at this point hasn't completely nailed data as this like on how he's going to play him later on so he's almost I a bit it. the way he smiles is like kind of uncomfortable and it seems it seems unnatural for how i remember data being yeah it's really funny He obviously bangs her and it's really funny at the end because fair play to tasha she faces this one head on she
0: does when she does. on the bridge and everything's yeah.
1: better she she sees data and she decides she has to go and have a word. And she says that Data, whatever happened, it's done. we will never talking about it again. Or it didn't happen. Is that what she says? Like, it, yeah. it didn't happen. Whatever she says. And Data's confused because you kind of know he wants to say, actually, Lieutenant, I definitely know it did happen because of memory logs and blah, 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 blah.
0: Oh, God. Imagine trying to have that conversation with Data and him just being like... Questioning it all. You know how sometimes you do stuff and then you don't need to talk about it afterwards because... I don't know. Okay. No, I mean, i am met with you. You know how sometimes you say stuff and I'm like, oh, stop talking about it after. Okay. But Data would like go into the whole detail. Well, I
1: wonder if he can record it. Yeah, of course. Probably recorded it.
0: That's so grim. Is dream in it? No. No? No. Some mm. things need to stay in the moment.
1: My first thought when she went and had that conversation with Data, I think I said it to you. I was like, that's not the first time Tasha Yars had this conversation. Oh, no. Even when she saw him it was a bit like, Ugh, exasperated size, like, I gotta do Here this again. Here we go again. Yeah. So that was that. <laughs> We saw Deanna try it on with Riker. Yeah. Who stayed completely immune to it all. Was he immune?
0: Yeah, because he was with that woman. Yeah, he was away from everyone, wasn't he? Hmm. Doing something critical to saving the day.
1: Eventually, obviously, Diana yeah, Deanna came to try it on with him. I love it He just picked her up and took her out. How are you finding that relationship oh, there that's right sweet. now? Oh,
0: sweet. Because I know where it's going. Yeah. You know?
1: Is that a good thing or a bad thing?
0: Uh, no, I like it.
1: Oh, so you know, I that, like, it. You, yeah, you know the final destination for it. And...
0: Yeah, which is why I can't actually watch Enterprise in the same way now mm. because of...
1: Knowing where yeah, yeah, the trip, trip goes. And, yeah. yeah, It's hard when you go back and watch. And...
0: It's difficult.
1: Particularly the stuff with Trip from the final episode hangs over that show. When you're watching it again, every time you watch it's an episode... It just hangs over it. But yeah, and their relationship to Paul and Trip. One of the best ones, I think, in Star Trek, actually. Now let's talk about maybe the funniest part of this episode, though, which is the Crusher and Picard scene. So obviously Crusher takes an incredible amount of time to actually become infected, given that she's I know. dealing with the infected uh, LaForge, mm. who's obviously sad about not being able to see. For everyone else, it was like their passion was just sex, wasn't it? For Wesley, like the passionate thing that came out of him was wanting to command the ship and use his abilities, and for everyone else, it was, they wanted to bang. So yeah, Crusher eventually goes up like opening her collar and that to to Captain Picard, and she hasn't been—I don't think she said she hasn't been touched in was it since she was married or something? No, I didn't Is there some, hear some kind of line way. about that? I, I swear she said something about like how lonely she's been since Jack died. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I might be wrong on that. But Picard seems to then suddenly become under the influence during this. I can't even.
0: Their whole conversation is so fucking awkward.
1: So they're in. The, I think they're even in the doorway. Is the door open onto the
0: bridge? They're, they're, I think they're moving, aren't they, at the same yeah. time? Because they're sort of moving towards each other. They're sort of moving away from each other. What does he it's say so to her? so weird. Is he like, not now, doctor. Yeah. Whatever
1: it is, he says. I've got to be honest, I Like we laugh at it. Because I think it's some of the worst acting I've ever seen from Patrick Stewart. I think he's brilliant. I just don't know what he was going for in that scene. Do
0: you no, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, you're right.
1: You're it's right. so hammy. But it's funny, I like. I won't hold it against him, it's hilarious. If he was playing it for comedy, then he nailed Top it. marks. If he wasn't, then it didn't work, but it, it did turn out for the best. And teasing already that Beverly and Picard, sexual tension.
0: Mm, which you have told me is going to last forever, but yeah. not much is going to come up.
1: Yeah, don't expect any resolution to that, bad boy. Mm, well, I you know might have seen seen it. Picard on...
0: ends up as well, so...
1: Exactly, yeah. Things ain't going to end well for Jean-Luc.
0: Which is crazy, because he seems like such a catch.
1: You still fancy Picard? Yeah. So this episode ties into a TOS one. I was a little worried they we were going to spoil the TOS episode as this was on because we haven't got to it yet, but it hasn't. So are you looking forward to seeing how Kirk and crew deal with a similar situation a hundred years earlier?
0: Sure, I. But I fully expect it to be more sexually charged <laughs> because I can just imagine that Kirk won't deal well with those extra.
1: I can't remember what Kirk does. It's the. It will be the episode though, though that's famous for. Sulu with the swords. So if, you have, if you've ever seen any mm. Family Guy parody or anything of that, that comes from, from that episode.
0: No. So
1: listen up, guys. We'll be getting to that one soon. So TNG for you right now is knocking out the park. Yeah. Okay. Favorite two. For two. Favorite TNG character so far? Picard. Really? Picard. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's get on to our last one then. TOS, The Man Trap. Now, you were not happy about having to watch TOS. I really wasn't. Uh, last time. After... Putting where no man has gone before, or whatever the name of the episode was. I've said it so many times, I've probably getting it wrong. Putting that one as your first one didn't work. We thought maybe it was down to production mm. style, and you know, let's admit it's fifty-four, fifty-five years old, uh, fifty-four years old at the time of this recording. In fact, people have, you haven't seen it, but on social media, have been messaging saying like, you know, they've tried to rewatch TOS recently, and it was a slog, and they couldn't mm. do it. And I think. Some Trekkies are starting to admit that TOS now is becoming... It was dated already, but now it's becoming really dated, just even in its... It, it's, it's not presentations
0: comparison as well. Yeah,
1: it's and it's the pace of the storytelling. Mm. I mean, these episodes are longer as well. Do you know what? They're 50 minutes long.
0: The pace is one of the main problems, because mm. what I actually found with this episode... Here we go. ...is that a lot of the characters take a long time to react to stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of like zooming into characters' faces where they're just staring and I'm like, is anyone going to do anything?
1: It's that awkward thing where you start questioning like, how does the actor feel when they have got have this long golden look when the camera's in their face?
0: There's not even any like music or tension noise or anything like that. Mm. And if it is, then it's like, boom, 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 boom.
1: Oh yeah, the music is... It's uh, just,
0: it's it's just...
1: Well, let's get a description of it then. Okay. Uh, So you can do this one without any...
0: Yeah, I can't remember anyone's no. names, apart from Kirk.
1: So we've got Kirk, we have Spock, McCoy. You'll need to know McCoy. McCoy, that's who I could remember. Okay. I don't remember the name of the love interest. The uh, woman. I thought
0: it was Diane.
1: Was it? I don't know. Should we just call her Diane?
0: Sure. <laughs> her name is Diane, sorry. Let's call her
1: Diane for... Uh, There's some trackies listening to this now. We're ripping their hair out. Let's so. go. Go for it. Deep breath and...
0: Am I timed?
1: No, I'm not going to time you. Okay. That went wrong last week when we tried that,
0: so. Yeah, that's true. Okay, ready? <sighs> So, they go down to this planet because they got a distress signal from... Or they got some message from someone who is an old love interest of McCoy's. Is that right? Am I wrong? Yeah, right. she's... Why a... are you looking at me like that?
1: No, she's an old love interest. I remember they went there to give them a, me- a medicine thing as well, didn't they? I don't know if it was like a scheduled thing. I thought they thing. did
0: that when they got there. They was asked it? for it. Okay. I, I don't know. know. Yeah. I don't know. So, at first, they meet her husband, who is this, like, guy who kind of looks like a monk. And he's wearing, like, a sack. Anyway, she comes along and McCoy's like, oh man, you have not aged one day since I've seen you. And then she looks at Kirk and he's like, oh no, she looks pretty old to me. She's got some gray hair. And then the third red shirt, not wearing a red shirt guy who was there, was like, oh wow, she's hot blonde. When obviously she's not blonde the first time. So it's a bit
1: like, mm. what? And then- You know straight away something's wrong.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you're like, when are they going to realize that they're actually all looking at a different person? But then- The red shirt, not wearing a red shirt guy, goes out and then they go out and find him. And he's got like all these sucker marks all over his face. And the girl's like, I don't know what happened. Sorry, wasn't there. (laughs) But they, for some reason, don't even consider that it might be her. They're just like, yeah, probably not. And then anyway couple of more stuff happens. They ask for some salt tablets, which is just weird. And then they realize that there's nothing actually wrong with the guy who had all the suckers on him. The doctor's like, he should be like getting up and walking around. What the hell? And then they eventually realize that he's had all the salt taken out of his body. So they yep. start putting two and two together, but not really. And then they go back to the planet. And then two more people get killed. But they don't know about the second one.
1: Because... Because
0: she shapeshifts yep. into... Him, yeah. and then beams back up to the ship. So there's now a salt-sucking shapeshifter on board, but they don't know that. And then he Salt changes...
1: vampire.
0: Yeah, all oh, right, I'm not mm, going to give it away.
1: Okay. Pretend I didn't then, Carry
0: on. Yeah. So then this... Shapeshifter goes around the ship and is all these different people. And it seems to have some kind of ability to keep people transfixed transfixed on it so that it can suck the salt and the life out of it. But for some reason doesn't do it with McCoy, which Mm. is so weird. And then she gives him some sleeping pills and then she changes into a bunch of people, goes around the ship, kills some more people. And then eventually they figure it out.
1: McCoy tries to stop Kirk from killing her, if you remember.
0: Yeah, they figure it out. They all go to his room and he's like, no, don't do it. And then... He has to overcome this thing that is not actually his old flame. His old flame actually died.
1: Yeah, like two years ago, isn't it? Yeah, and this
0: freaking weird salt vampire shapeshifts just to keep that monk guy happy. I mean, why didn't she just just eat him?
1: Yeah, I do wonder. There must have been a reason for it.
0: Maybe he would have said to her, like, can you just keep turning into my dead wife and then I will in some way find you some salt
1: yeah maybe there's some kind of deal going on that makes sense to me
0: yeah and then when it changes back it's a salt vampire
1: yeah which you know from Lower Decks
0: I do it's really weird looking
1: it's yeah I mean this is costume design back then really and I
0: love they don't have the the ability I shouldn't laugh really they don't have the ability to change something in front of us so they like pan away from it and come back and they're like look I (laughs) transformed into this
1: McCoy obviously kills it yeah. And that's it, really. We'll move on. Yeah. End of the episode. So, first thoughts. Compared to last week, was the thumb up or was the thumb still down on TOS? Much better. Much better. Oh, fantastic. Good. Yes. Even if you only tell the story, it was like, sounds badass.
0: I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry for anyone who's listening because I dragged that out massively. I went much but... longer
1: than I thought. given that. But
0: I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed hmm. talking about it because I, I quite enjoyed the episode.
1: Yeah, we watched watched it over dinner i think this one mm. so um because i actually thought the earlier i watch it in the day the easier you'll take it that you <laughs> haven't had to end your day with the tos <laughs> that was the real reason for it <laughs> so let's do a very quick talk about about this episode then so you're right it's weird that she wouldn't do that thing to mccoy because that's no connection to yeah realistically it would only make sense if she was taking the memories of the person she's change mm. Changing into. I don't think that's I don't think that was happening though. So she wouldn't have any affection for McCoy, which because she killed her fake husband once they're on the Enterprise. Mm. Did that rather mercilessly. So she yeah, can't she
0: did actually. She can't
1: it can't be about having an attachment. And that was to, someone
0: she lived with for like mm, a couple of years. So. so yeah,
1: it does seem a bit unrealistic. Unless
0: Or maybe it's because she lived with him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she's been waiting, <laughs> waiting on him to kill him. She's been dying for someone to come along.
0: Like, God damn.
1: Or maybe she thought that McCoy's love for her would help her survive, because he would go to bat for her. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah, that that did seem a little bit tough. I loved Kirk's reaction to the crewman dying.
0: Yeah, he was really not happy
1: about it. No, like he's really angry that he's lost a crewman. And it's kind of funny, because obviously the red shirt trope hasn't started yet. So there's a lot more where that comes from, James. Uh, but I loved how angry he was about it. And he ended up losing like three or four crewmen to mm. on this mission. And I really enjoyed it. Spock didn't have as much a part to play as I no, thought. No,
0: I didn't. He was the one kind of figuring it all out in the background.
1: Yeah, I had a little bit of an issue with him wanting to so openly kill the salt creature thing. Why? Does it seem like Spock to you that you'd want to kill? He's like straight away to kill it. He did the same thing last episode. Do we have to kill Gary Mitchell now or leave him on the planet whatever?
0: It's just logical.
1: Yeah, but he's a staffy officer, is it logical?
0: Yeah, but stop putting emotion in the place and just think. If you don't kill Gary Mitchell, then he's going to get stronger and stronger and kill everybody. So it's like, what is it, egalitarian? The rights of the many outweigh the rights of the one.
1: It's so interesting you say that quote, yeah, like the needs of the many, and needs of one and stuff like that. It's so interesting you say that. Why? That would be a spoiler.
0: You look like you're going to cry.
1: I'm not actually crying. Why do you But yeah, look- the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one, is the quote from later Star Trek. We'll huh. get to that. People listening just now are like, "Oh my God, she has no idea that she was just almost saying a huge Star Trek quote from later on in Star Trek."
0: See, natural born Trekkie.
1: Big deal. Favorite part in this episode was the one that jumps um, out. at you?
0: I like the bit where the salt vampire was McCoy in the room. Oh yeah, and none of them knew. Except and he was for just sort of sitting there. Yeah, the guy obviously. The husband,
1: because he said he could identify. Yeah. Because he knew you now he could see it. See through it from So he didn't say anything and he was sat next to her.
0: How shitty is that? He didn't give up the salt vampire. And
1: then she killed him. And then
0: she killed him. I know. Heartless cow. Like
1: you, she should be thinking, call it a she because she's mostly I a know. woman, but that's a good ally to have there still. He's looking out for her. Yeah, that was quite funny, that scene. I thought DeForest Kelly did really good as McCoy. Yeah. Because he was definitely different. He was so noticeably different and uncomfortable during it all as well. And it was just so funny that they'd clearly gone to all this effort for their plan on the ship to find it. And then here they are just spilling out the plan <laughs> right in front of I know, <laughs> front of the person they're trying to find. Like, that just tickled me so nice much. Nice one, guys. Yeah, well done. And Surely,
0: if you're so far in the future, which apparently you are, even though you look like you're really far in the past, <laughs> yeah. you could, like, scan everyone on the way in just to check.
1: Yeah, I don't know why that wasn't done. But they're still sussing out the rules.
0: This is why I deserve to be on the bridge of a starship.
1: Yeah, well, you said you want to be captain, so
0: I don't think I could take that responsibility. You'd have to wear
1: like the mini skirts if you are on Kirk's. Oh, one I there. love
0: a good skirt.
1: You like? You'd wear that uniform. The skirts
0: and boots like Diana.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Love yeah. that outfit. When Diana eventually ends up in an actual uniform, though, it's like,
0: why? What's the? Why is the uniform different? Like is she a proper in a uniform, uniform? uniform now?
1: Is she right now? Is she not just in the cat suits right now? Have the cat suits come yet? No. Oh, so they they decide to just sex her up like they do all the women, and then. Uh. Eventually, they decide to treat her like like, like a human. Okay, I'll remember that. Get uh, shopping for you. So this was a thumbs up. So did I make a mistake giving you the pilot episode?
0: No, because if I'd watched this one first and then watched that one next, I would have been so pissed at you. Really? Yeah.
1: So now we're on an upward trajectory. Yeah. I have a feeling this is going to be a bumpy journey.
0: (laughs) it's gonna be a long road (laughs)
1: yeah it is gonna be a long road And i'll tell you what i think tos has some really good stories in there and i'm looking for i have not revisited tos in a long time so i'm enjoying this as well and i know there's good stories in there but i do think the production style and the age is gonna mean that we really have to latch on to the stories more than how they're being told in some instances
0: like you know when i i saw that sort of just still screenshot from Discovery yesterday mm. and you were telling me how they built the set.
1: Yes, the Klingon, I the talking about the Klingon uh, ship, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then when you compare that to just like the bridge of, okay, no, no, it's... no, actually the bit where they're, Jumping over rocks and oh, stuff. Um, foam and, and they're stuff. all just moving.
1: <laughs> like these
0: massive boulders are yeah. just moving. Someone should have been like, oh, don't touch that rock as you jump past I it. I feel like it
1: was quite an expensive show at the time. But I have a feeling that that set in Discovery of the Klingon Ship in Season 1 um, I have a feeling that probably cost more than the entire Season 1 of TOS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's it for this week's shows then. So, how are you feeling two weeks into your Okay. about 200 week? Journey.
0: because I'm going to be old and grey by the time yeah. Yeah. I get to the end.
1: So next week, Katie, we're going to do one episode of each show again. So from TOS, you have Charlie X, which is a quite a popular episode, actually, I think. So we'll see how that one goes. I don't know what to make of your reactions ahead of time to any of these, really, after how we've gone so far. From TNG, we get an episode called Code of Honor, which is considered... Well, I think Jonathan Frakes and people have recently been saying that it should be removed from uh, the oh. library, from CBS All Access and stuff, and that it is overly racist and offensive. And I'm interested in seeing it because I do not remember it at all. I've seen pictures from it, so I visually can remember the episode, mm-hmm. but I do not remember anything about it. So I'm really looking forward to that. So this might be, the, I think it might be the end up being the first time TNG takes a Big L for you, but we're going to review it, everyone. Whatever the problems are in the episode, we're going to review it anyway. Sure. And for DS Nine, it's past prologue, so we're going to uh, dive into the to the Bajorans in this one, I believe. I think it's a bit of a Kira episode, and then I could do with that a Kira episode, yeah. Not just
0: a Kira episode, a Bajoran episode, because mm. I'm not feeling them right now. So. Okay,
1: they're a major thing on the show, so you'll mm. get loads of them. And then the last one we're going to be doing is Voyages, Time and Again. Yeah, time and again. I always remember this episode for, for like its fashion choices and stuff. Um, very colourful. That's what I always remember.
0: Huh.
1: Very colourful clothing in this I episode. Like
0: stuff like that. So.
1: Yeah, but you do also like fashion, so I'm not sure if you're going to be happy or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. My fashion ideas have changed since I would put on a Star Trek uniform.
1: <laughs> True. Like
0: quite happily.
1: <laughs> Almost wants to willingly just go and put well, yeah, willingly put one on may you go order one now Hosted by Katie Harbin and myself, Kyle West, Her First track, a Star Trek review podcast, is produced by nerdsince86.com and is part of the holosuitemedia.com podcast network. If you would like extra content from us, including early access to Her First track episodes, our Patreon-exclusive Her First Track After Show, where we rank the episodes we've discussed each show, early access to Blast Shield, a Star Trek Lower Decks podcast episode, and much, much more, you can become a valued supporter of our show by signing up to our Patreon. Visit patreon.com forward slash nerdsince86 for more details. To keep up to date on all the news and updates from Her First Track, be sure to follow at Her First Track on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. To join the holosuitemedia.com community discussion group, simply type The Nexus, Holosuite Media's listeners community, into the Facebook search bar. Thank you for listening.
0: This show is brought to you by Sweet Media. Computer, list other available Sweet Media
1: programs. Loading Sweet Preview Program for The Janeway, a Star Trek Voyager podcast. It's a right way, but I didn't understand why she did it, because that's never stopped her before. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, comes in like a put-in-a-china shot. Hello, everyone! <laughs> Stop your war, I'm here! <laughs> I have a problem. I need help. So forget your problems. <laughs> it's all about me. Thanks. My name's Captain Catherine G. USS <laughs> USS Voyager Problem Solver <laughs> and Problem Creator. <laughs> Loading Hollowsweet Preview Program for The Vedic Assembly. A Deep Space Nine podcast.
0: Okay, now I have a theory about this. Mm -hmm. This
1: episode is called Investigations. Yes, yes.
0: Just, just bear with me.
1: Indiscretions. Uh, Sorry, that was indiscretions. Yes.
0: Here is why I think he didn't kill Zial. It had nothing to do with him actually loving her. I don't think he is capable Mm. of love. It has everything to do with him wanting to get in Kira's pants.
1: Loading Suite Preview Program for The Expanse, a Star Trek Enterprise podcast. We've talked previously about gratuitous yeah you know just showing off jolene bledock's bits and pieces really for no reason that is one of them isn't it mm-hmm. i mean don't get me wrong you know i'm a male so that stuff is at least at this time was mostly targeted at me mm-hmm. and i'm not going to say that she has not got an incredible physique because she she does obviously she does but yeah. whenever i see those moments now i just think god oh, so unnecessary and i feel bad for jolene you know like did she get a choice did she mind if she didn't mind then i guess who cares but that was really revealing that shot through the sheet it just seemed unnecessary you didn't need that